A Shot of Wrestling, episode 71, and away we go. I beat up there, freestyles and stone cold strutting and hitting the attitude adjustment. Brothers of destruction, undertaker change, sitting the fire or get cooled like Roman brains. Get this dude love, and you got my back. Man, you're so kind and hit that cactus jack. It's Patty Yag, the face runs the place now, so phenomenal when I'm breaking the walls down, you're about to get hit, we going off the script, if you don't submit, you get hit with the super kick, we talk that WWE, it's a shot of wrestling with Green Man and MJT. Hello, and welcome back to episode 71. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you are here for another great episode of a shot of wrestling i'm the green man and before you heard that sexy sexy voice of your host of a shot of wrestling he is none other than the number two person who slipped into Paige's dm after she broke up with alberto del rio that's right he's your host michael j putty haha <laughs> At Michael J. Party, welcome, and as of today, I am your current WWE2K18 pre-order person. <laughs> Did that today. So, Michael J., Got number two, done. how does it feel to be number two into Paige's DM? It stinks. <laughs> I see what you did there. You. I see what you did. Thanks. If you're wondering who number one was, he uh, posted on our Instagram, Pat from the Boulevard Bullies. You know, me and Paige are really close friends, so she let me see her history and her DMs. Are and, you, though? And like, Pat... Did you go out to dinner with her one time? <laughs> no, I don't think you did. That was you. Did you see her hotel room? Um, Ooh. Some gossipy stories coming from Michael J. So I don't have to slide into her DM. She slides into mine. Good luck, Pat. That's, a, that's right. Pat. Pat's the petite bully, you know? He probably got into that box, kind of swam around in it. You go in there with your girth, your manpower. You make room for yourself in there, buddy. Don't you? Yeah, worry we don't need no fucking DMs. You got my text or the text <laughs> line. While we're talking about the Boulevard, so book. Beat, beat on a fan DMing her, okay, buddy? Ooh, hello. Yes. Anyway. Let me tell you while we're talking about the Boulevard bullies. Um, Why? Because we were threatened. Our lives were put in danger earlier this week by the bullies. We weren't. You Yours know, were. um, Yours are our good friend Eric Jadens, apparently, I, I right? Was fear, I was fearing my life for a little bit. Then my cold? boy Eric Jaden came through. If you weren't following us on Instagram um, and didn't listen to episode 69 with Eric Jaden, great episode, by the way. One of the highest what, what, rated episodes of the show. What was that show called? A Money Shot of Wrestling. Now that's sexy, baby. But go back, listen to it. Um, we were just talking the truth. You know, life is has turned into a, a freaking craft beer fest shit. Like, everyone wants to be a beer connoisseur and, and, and fucking love on craft beers. Like, you know, yeah, I don't get it let me go back to my domestic shit. Let me go back to my Bud Light, my Bud Light Lime, Budweiser, Coors Light, Corona, Dos Equis, PBR. Is it, isn't Dos Lime. Dos Equis is... Dos Equis is domestic? Do, well, Dos not domestic. Equis domestic is, is domestic. now no craft beer shit. Yeah, craft beer. You got word. those beer snobs over there at the Boulevard Bullies threatening our livelihood, our, threatening no the green man. 
That's what they were doing. But you were offered protection, Eric Jaden and Michael J. Putty. So I appreciate that. And we, we need to well, think. I'm an American. I like American beer. I'm saying. Just, we gotta be. We gotta share the love. There, there's gotta be room for more than just craft beers and domestic beers. Let's just share the love, baby. Yeah. So you why, know? why are you hating? Why are they hating on you? I don't know. They threaten. They give me the craft beer guys. You be the fucking American yeah. good beer guys. There's room enough for both of us. As we listen to this beautiful song by by CFO. CFO dollar sign dollars. I don't. I don't know if it's supposed to be CFOS <laughs> or CFO dollar sign Kesha. I don't know. Beautiful song. Which they viewed. Yeah, it's called True Love. Mike and Maria Canellis. Speaking of True Love, shout out to my girl Charlie Caruso for liking my Woman Crush Wednesday picture. Wow. Made my day. Big news. Made my week. <laughs> made my year. At <laughs> this point, made my fucking life. <laughs> Ergo, to which Nia Jax replied as well. It Wait a made, second. Nia Jax and Charlie Caruso both liked oh. your tweet. Could life get any better? Oh, no, it can't. It really can't. Really? They sure retweeted it. That would have made your day, your week, your yeah. month, your I year. Mean, I mean, Hexo Jim Duggan retweeted my tweet. I mean, come on. He wasn't my Woman Crush Wednesday. Hex- he was part of my Throwback Thursday. He should be your Man, man Crush Monday. Maybe he will. Maybe he will. You he know, the Green Man's Man Crush Monday is the man we have on our show tonight. Adam Geddes from the New York Giants. That was weird. Coming on later. On this show, he's a sexy beast. I'll, I'll give it to him. He's not, your, he's not your type. You know who was giving it to us though? Because I give it to, to Adam Geddes, but who was giving it to us? Giving us all the love this past weekend? It was George dot three oh five on Instagram. He was our live correspondent at HOG. Never trust a snake, baby. What, what a dot? What the, I don't know. You should ask him next Is time. Is he from Miami? Um, he's a big Miami um, Heat fan. But Heat, I about the Dolphins? <laughs> Maybe we should bring him on the show. Yeah, we, we should interview him and see yeah. if... Uh, but he was our live event correspondent. You know, if you want to be a live event correspondent, just like our shit, follow our stuff. You get tickets, you get free press passes, you get a shot a, a shot of wrestling t-shirt. We send you to the show. You take great pictures like George did, and uh, you make things happen. Because that's what he does. He makes things happen. But what a night at the Elks Lodge. Don't want to give any spoilers away. Don't want to give them away because just follow our Instagram. There's a lot of great stuff there to see. Uh, what's your Instagram? Our Instagram is a shot of wrestling on Instagram. Or at Michael J. Putty. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there, so I don't, I don't have pictures. But um, So that was it. You want to get some news? Yeah, let's get some, some news and then let's get to our big interview with New York Giants lineman, Adam Guinness. It's In the News with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. All right, well, in the news, the big news story this week was LaMail Ball. Ballin. He's a racial slur on Raw during his appearance with his father, LeVar. That nincompoop. And Lonzo, the current <laughs> L.A. Laker. LaMail said during the segment on Ms. TV, beat that ass. Oh, shit. Which forced WWE to issue the following statement. The inappropriate language used by a guest during this TV segment was not scripted nor reflects WWE's values. I mean, I missed that totally. I have to watch it like t- two more times to catch it. 
Yeah, that sucks, man. Because of LeMayo. No one cares about LeMayo. Oh, fuck. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, no one cares no, about yeah. No, not about that. Shit, I just got an email from the NFLPA. Okay. Um, That's cool. Uh, I don't think they're going to be clearing the full interview with uh, Adam Gattis. Hold on. So just taking care of everybody. No. Shit, I, I got to take care of this. Um, continue with the news. Continue with the news. Um, got to do business. I'll be, I'll be back. Are you, are you kidding me right now? Where are you, where are you, where are you, come back. Come back. Well, Green Man left. I don't know what that's about. Apparently, something's wrong with the interview. So hopefully, hopefully we'll come, uh, be coming back and finalizing things. We'll have Adam Geddes for you here tonight, like we promised. A man of my word. So hopefully, uh, Green Man can pull some strings and whatever that bullshit is. We'll take care of it. We'll, let's go back on track. Just told you about Lameo Ball's use of the certain word and his family appearing on Raw. Well. David Otunga recently spoke with TMZ Sports regarding LeVar Ball's appearance. Otunga hopes WWE brings back the Ball family so he can do a segment with him in the future. Otunga said he wasn't sure how the segment was supposed to, supposed to go, but admitted that it did go off the rails, calling it a runaway train. The segment has been drawing mixed reviews, partly because of Ball's 15-year-old son, LeMayo, using that racial story like I just mentioned. Um, but as you can assume, as I did, and I'm, if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you did as well, the hope was that the ball's appearance would generate mainstream buzz and provide a short-term rating spike. Did it work? We'll have that for you later in the show. But staying on the ball family... Curtis Axel on Minneapolis's Minneapolis's oh Jesus Minneapolis Minneapolis a city in Minnesota 93x half-assed morning show discussed the ball segment from Ross saying and I quote they don't need to be on TV get them off it was embarrassing looking at that from my perspective it was funny backstage looking at it but that's not something that you know this is my opinion the kids watch this show it's a kids program we took it down from PG-13 and made everything kid friendly right and for someone to come on there and grab the microphone and go off and do something outlandish like this and we're told I guarantee they were told not to do it it's embarrassing growing up in this family business like this and seeing some guy the whole family to me granted you know the kid's gonna be a superstar or whatever but the dad and the other guy they do this on a program where my family busted their ass it's embarrassing to me and it pisses me off it sucks they went out there and did their own business whatever they did had to do to hype themselves up so i was disgusted with the whole thing in other news i'm not one to draw attention to myself but i have to apologize my voice just cracked like a little bitch in that last thing uh last uh last word i said thing and i sound like thing. <clears throat> so i apologize Let's move on quickly the other big news story this week was Alberto Del Rio has reportedly broken up with Paige while vacationing somewhere. I think it was in Mexico. In the Caribbean. The couple had been smitten with each other since revealing their relationship last year. Paige has been tort, uh, touring the world with Del Rio since his departure from the WWE. They announced earlier this year, as we reported, plans to marry each other as she popped the question to him. But it looks like that is all off. Alberto reportedly said that enough was enough and he reached his limit and knew that it was time to break up. That sucks. 
for Del Rio, not for your boy MJP. In other news. The WWE is reportedly considering changing their original WrestleMania 34 plans which had Brock Lesnar going against Roman Reigns. The plan had originally been for Lesnar to go against Braun Strowman for the Universal title at SummerSlam. However, Roman Reigns announced that he will be challenging the winner of Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe for the Universal title at SummerSlam. The report goes on to note that the plan as of two weeks ago was for Lesnar to still go up against Strowman at SummerSlam. However, yet again, the feeling backstage is that Lesnar's limited TV TV appearances is hurting ratings because the Universal title isn't on TV as often. And as such original plans have, Lesnar versus Braun Strowman at SummerSlam may need to be changed in favor for Lesnar going against Roman Reigns. And thus, ultimately changing plans for WrestleMania 34. How will this affect WrestleMania 34? Who do you want to see Brock Lesnar go against? Who do you want to see Roman Reigns go against? Dial it up, 619-343-3005. Your guess is as good as mine. In other news. Of course, as we all know, WrestleMania is the biggest show, not only in the wrestling industry, but of course, that's WWE's main show. So let's switch over to Slammiversary, TNA's big show. It is rumored the surprise guest that Jeff Jarrett has been teasing for this year's Slammiversary is NBA legend Shaquille O'Neal. What? If that is to be be believed, then it would be a big scoop for Impact Wrestling. Shaquille, as we all know by now, as reported numerous times over the past several months, was set to face Big Show at WrestleMania. When plans fell through, Slammiversary 15 will be the first pay-per-view for Impact in 2017. Damn, six months in, huh? There are seven matches confirmed for the show, including the main event, Bobby Lashley for um, against Alberto El Patron. Thoughts and predictions coming up next. Don't tell the green man. In... Other news. Staying on Impact, Impact has officially acquired Global Force Wrestling. In a press release, they said, and I quote, Anthem Wrestling Exhibitions LLC, a subsidiary of Anthem Sports and Entertainment Corp. and parent company of Impact Wrestling, announced today that it has entered into an agreement to acquire Global Force Entertainment LLC, doing business as Global Force Wrestling. Jeff Jarrett, the founder of both Impact and GF, GFW will join Anthem Wrestling Exhibitions as a member of its board of managers, equity owner, and chief creative officer. His wife, Karen, said, and I quote, We are thrilled to be joining forces with Anthem as partner to build a business. This partnership will be complementary of our strengths and bolster our capabilities to grow the Impact Wrestling brand. Ed Norholm as president and Jeff Jarrett as creative officer make a great tag team only one way but up good luck to them in other news oh wow okay still staying on impact to honor the 15th anniversary of impact wrestling the city of orlando has declared wednesday july 5th 2017 as impact wrestling day in orlando orlando's mayor buddy dyer will present a proclamation honoring impact wrestling before the tapings on July 5th for a future episode of Impact on TV. 
Impact has filmed most of its weekly two-hour TV shows over the past 15 years on the back lot at Universal. Dubbed the Impact Zone, this is the first time Mayor Dyer has attended Impact Wrestling, and he is not just attending in a mayoral role. The mayor will also serve as special ring announcer for two matches. Cody Rhodes recently commented on a potential WWE return during an interview with Channel Guide magazine. And I quote, I don't want to sound negative, but being a part of history right now and this new era and new boom, I didn't get that well in the WWE, so currently there is no incentive for me to return to the WWE. I'm making more money than I was with them. I've been in some unbelievable matchups. Two are coming up. I love the WWE. Just currently, there is no incentive. There are some things I would love to be a part of. I would love to be a part of the Dusty Tag Team Tournament. At the same time, I don't think I'm playing a revenge song here. I don't think I'm ready to move out of the spot of where I'm at. In other news... Well, speaking of Cody Rhodes, he just won the Ring of Honor World Championship from Christopher Daniels at the Best in the World pay-per-view. This is the first world title to be held by a Rhodes family member since Dusty Rhodes won over 30 years ago. Cody now makes his way to New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Specials in July against IWGP World Champion Kazukika Okada where he hopes to become a double world champion. Cody's brother, Goldust, was one of many to congratulate him on his big win saying, or I should say tweeting, Congratulations, brother. Pops is smiling down right now. Hashtag world champ. Hashtag the dream lives in Cody. I love you. At Cody Rhodes. In other news. As we had previously reported, Billy Corkin has been attempting to finalize the purchase of the National Wrestling Alliance. The process has been troublesome for him due to some legal issues, specifically a problem with the trademark. Well, in an update, we can tell you, according to PWInsider.com, those issues have been resolved and all NW assets have been officially turned over to Billy Corgan's Lighting One Inc. In other news... On the most recent edition of Something to Wrestle With, host Bruce Pitchett revealed the initial reason for Vince McMahon not wanting John Cena with the WWE. He says, and I quote, Cena comes back, signs his contract, his tests come back, he's clean as a whistle, and Vince walks up to me and says, get that walking, talking steroid billboard out of my backstage. I'm like, who? That guy. And he's pointing out Cena. I'm like, Vince, we just signed him. Vince made the initial assumption that I think everyone made when they saw John, especially back in those days. Cena was doing commercial for Gold's Gym, and man, was he ripped to shreds. But that was Vince's first impression of John Cena, a walking, talking, steroid billboard. Like you just said, he, he wasn't alone in that assumption. I, however, was not one of those guys, John. Good for you. Man, John Cena. Inbox at a shot of wrestling. Come on the show. Talk about True Grit. Great show. In other news. According to a report from Fightful.com, Vince McMahon is very much interested in bringing Hulk Hogan back 
to the WWE and has personally contacted him about a possible return. However, due to the large sum of money that Hogan received after winning his lawsuit against Gawker, it's being reported that from a financial standpoint, Hogan doesn't really feel the need to return to the WWE. It's also being reported that Hogan may have let himself go a little bit physically as he has been said to be clocking in at currently over 300 pounds. Brother. In other news. On the most recent edition of his podcast, Jerry Lawler spoke about his match against Michael Cole at WrestleMania 27. And I quote, my lone WrestleMania match led to my biggest payday ever in the wrestling business. Here's me, an announcer, having a WrestleMania match with another announcer, and in a matter of a few minutes, I got paid $130,000 for that one crappy match. He didn't say crappy, I just added that. But damn, 130000 ain't a bad payday. Well, Maro Nalo made his return to the company, joining Nigel McGuinness and Percy Watson on the NXT announce team. Wrestling Observer Radio is reporting that WWE had been working to bring him back since April 20th, shortly after he left his role as SmackDown Live announcer. It was noted that Ronaldo had been dealing with some issues related to depression and bipolar disorder at the time. Um, yada, yada, yada. We all know about that by now. Dave Meltzer is reporting on his new job. He's on a show that most of the people that run the WWE production don't go to. So that's kind of the key right there. He's in a different world working in Orlando and the takeovers at not a high-pressure situation, so to speak. And so a lot of tapings during the middle of the week. Meltzer added Ronaldo's new NXT deal is a multi-year deal, and the WWE didn't want Ronaldo out on the outside talking about what happened with JBL and his abrupt departure from SmackDown. Plus, the company feels Ronaldo is really good at his job, duh. So good to have him back. For those of you who watch NXT, I'm not one of those. In other news... Bully Ray recently spoke with USA Today in which he was asked about the broken hearty gimmick. He said, and I quote, I think that they will get the best of both worlds. They can milk this hearty run for every dime it's worth and then they can evolve into a version of the broken universe that the WWE sees fit. WWE is not going to allow creations that got over someplace else to come in and rule their world. It's not going to happen. It didn't happen with the ball club. It's not going to happen with Matt Hardy's Broken Universe. They're going to have to put their stamp of approval on it to have their creative input. In other news, former TNA and Shine talent Andrea, or Andrea, she's currently signed under a WWE NXT developmental deal, has undergone a name change. She'll now be known as Sage Miller. Miller is one of the quite a few female competitors who have undergone a name change. Bianca Blair is now Bianca Belair. Tanya Mello is now Tanara Conti. Daria Bernadetto. Bernadetto. Bernardo. Eh, whatever. Who cares? Because she's now Sonia Deville. Much easier to pronounce. As we reported last week, Kimber Lee is now Abby Late. 
Miller is expected to be a part of the upcoming May Young Classic, and this name change could be a sign of just that. Speaking of the May Young Classic, the official WWE website has announced for the first time ever that Jim Ross and Lita will be the team to call the, the uh, tournament. The tournament will launch on Monday, August 28th, with the first four episodes available on demand. Episodes 5 through 8 will be available on demand Monday, September 4th. The final match will stream live from Las Vegas on Tuesday, September 12th at 10 p.m. Eastern. In other news. Almost done, folks, in our second-to-last news story. Matt Capotelli, he won the NXT, uh, WWE contract during Tough Enough 3. Well, you may have remember he won alongside John Hennigan who later became known as Johnny Nitro Johnny Mundo John Morrison he has revealed that his tumor which ended his career 10 years ago has returned in a Facebook post he wrote that he will be undergoing surgery and I quote waiting to be taken for my MRI and get prepared for my second brain surgery tomorrow just found out that the tumor that I had removed 10 years ago has come back and more aggressively and needs to be dealt with. It's a very large tumor, and there's a portion that may be inoperable. The portion that they are going, hoping to remove, will be sent for pathologic, pathology, pathology, pathology. Got it. Thanks. Pathology, which will be determined what exactly we are going to deal with, and provide insight on future treatment plans and the next step. We here at a shot of wrestling send our thoughts and prayers out to Capitelli. In other news. Well, folks, we're about to wrap up, and I still actually haven't heard from Greyman, but we hear like the end of somewhat it's of a all good, pause. Michael J. Putty. It's all good. To the note. It's all good. Okay. Greyman's back. Well, Green you missed the whole segment. Back. Took a little negotiating. Emails back and forth. Sorry. that. It, uh, are we ready for the interview? Oh, did I cut into the news? What's going on? Yeah, there's one more Fill news. Fill me in. Fill I'm me about, in. I'm about to wrap it up here. Ready to go? Uh, wait, do you mind if I wrap it up? I, I mean, I, f- I feel like I haven't been part of this show now. Yeah, like, you, okay, you just did it. this whole whole great news. Do you know what I'm fucking even talking about? Of course. Okay. I'm ready. It's the last news of the night, baby. Yeah. Always ending it on a good note. That's what Michael J. does. Um, Tyson Kidd, right? Yes. All right. Tyson Kidd, who has been sidelined with a career-ending neck injury, is rumored to be returning to the WWE in... A non-wrestling capacity. Kid has been out of action since 2015 following Samoa Joe's muscle buster, which resulted in a neck injury that almost killed him. Yeah, it sucks. Following surgery, he needed four screws, 16 staples, and a metal rod inserted into his neck, noting that only 5% of people survive this injury. Let's be honest. Now, it is believed that Kid is working toward an executive or creative role with the WWE. So here on A Shot of Wrestling, we wish Tyson Kidd the very best in his new role. Or maybe like an NXT trainer. That'd be cool. That would be cool. And there's a lot to learn from the kid. There's a lot a lot to learn. But like I said, when I just came in, I have cleared it. Everything has been worked out, ironed out. It's a little, a little tough, you know, uh, Adam, if you're listening to this, you know, working for the NFL, you got to cross your T's and dot your I's. Everything's mm-hmm. not clean yep. cut. And boy, did we learn it the hard way. But we are ready to go with the interview right after this. 
Michael J. Putty. It is a very special show for us here on A Shot of Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, from the New York Giants, Adam Gillis! Drink it in, man. I'm here. What's up? Yeah, baby, you are here with us thank you so much for carving out the time in your busy day you are training right now right getting ready for the new football season yeah getting ready for the new season and some cold here i hope so awesome so let's get right <laughs> it's weird like a member of the big blue is talking to green man that's right you know Sorry. people would always I, I get this question asked to me all the time are you a jets fan and i immediately just turn to them i'm like no man i'm a wrestling fan and a Giants fan. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But, but today it's all about Adam. So as a fan, my man, what is your first professional wrestling memory? I remember back in 1996, the first wrestler I remember wrestling on there was Kenny Buck. I think back then he might have been six. Six pack. Well, he right? he yeah. might have been six pack. <laughs> yeah, kid. Six pack back then. And uh, yeah, the rest of kid, right. That was probably my first memory of wrestling. Awesome. Uh, Greenman has his theory that wrestling brings people together. So are there, are there any wrestlers that you have met that left a big impression on you? Um, actually, one of my buddies was a wrestler. Uh, Big E is actually a buddy of mine, and we oh. played at uh, the University of Iowa together back in what, 2007. I was a freshman when he was a little bit older. What did so, he uh, in time, you know, uh, he played defensive tackle. Okay, played deep tackle for us. You know, met some guys uh, through him, and it's been, it's been pretty cool. Met the Godfather, which was awesome. Um, trying to think who else have I met? Met, met a couple others. Met the Usos. Um, they're doing great right now, guys. man. Probably love their characters on TV. The Usos. Oh, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough right now for them, but must be tough. For they, you. They'll find, they'll find their niche. I mean, for you right now, your your friend is Biggie Langston. He's getting into a good storyline with the Usos for tag team titles. Who are you going to be cheering? Yeah. At? Oh, I got, I got to go with the new day. They got to, you know, <laughs> the, the merchandise sales are out the building. You know, I'm, I'm actually going, well, me and my buddy Mike Daniels, who's a, he plays for the Packers, we're going to San Diego for Comic-Con, and we're meeting the new day down there. Oh, nice. And we're, doing a, we're, all, we're all doing a cosplay together, so oh, you okay. will see some pictures soon. I got I to gotta, I gotta go with my boys, the new day. So can you give us a shot of wrestling exclusive? Who are you guys going to be going as cosplay? A secret. I, I, I can't say right now. I'll just say I'm a big uh, X-Men fan, and there's only so many characters that I can uh, pull off. So Okay. Very nice. You know, okay. Yes. <laughs> That's good enough. Maybe we could start a contest, MJP. You know, oh, whoever yes, could yeah. guess who Adam Geddes is going to be at Comic-Con. All right, my man. Uh, WrestleMania is still fresh in my mind. I was not able to go this year, but Michael J. Putty was there. And you were there as well. So what did you think about the entire show? Were there any mark-out moments for you? My favorite moment. I, I just I freaked out. I screamed like a little girl. My wife almost hit me in the back of the head. The New Day came out, and they're like, all right, you know, there's three teams here. We need one more team for this ladder match. You know, who's it going to be? So I'm like, all right, yeah. New Day is going to go down there. You know, they're going to be in the match. You know, that's all great and all. And, you know, it's going to be good for the guys. And then he said, the Hardy Boys, oh, my God. I, I freaked out like a little girl. 
I was all over the place. <laughs> and yelling, crying. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me. Yeah, I was jumping up and down. That was me. Awesome. You and Michael J. Putty actually, I think, were sitting in the very close sections to each other. It was the left side of the ramp. Uh, he facing told, the stage. Facing the stage. He told a story about there was like a VIP room towards the back area, like a green room, where he would just see, keep seeing celebrities go in and out of there. Were you one of those people that walked right by MJP and didn't say hello? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish I was a celebrity, first of all, but uh, I'll you out <laughs> So I was uh, I was just sitting there watching like everybody else. I think I was uh, 16 rounds back. Oh, nice! That's much closer than we were. Yeah. <laughs> we were a little further back. Finally, I, I got a, I've had a question I've always wanted to ask a professional athlete. So I'm going to ask you. Okay. Yeah. What was your favorite football team growing up? <laughs> so I, I grew up in Chicago. Uh, my whole family were Bears fans growing up. You know, Bears. I the Bears sucked for a long time, and uh, they've done nothing for me. So I was always a Green Bay Packers fan. Oh, okay. I uh, love Brett Favre, love Amon Green, Donald Drive, all those guys. So that was my team growing up. So now as a professional football player yourself, when you get drafted to other teams, do you have to? Do you feel obligated to root for the team you're on, or do you still at heart root for the Packers? I always tell, you know, when I get this question, I always tell everybody I, I root for the team that pays my bills. Oh, fair enough. Just a smart answer. So that's what I go with. <laughs> that's what I go with. All right, time uh, to move on to the next question we have on here. Who are your top three female wrestlers of all time? Top three female wrestlers of all time. They're not going to be in order, but yeah, no order. I'm a big fan of Jacqueline. Okay. Jacqueline is one of my all-time favorites. You know, she was a big bruiser back in the day, and she's awesome. China, of course. Of course. You know, she's, you know, rest in peace. She's always great. But then I, my number one, I'm trying to trying to get all of them in my head before I, you know, pick my number one. But I got to go with Lita. Lita was amazing. She was one of the first women high flyers to ever do it. And, you know, to, to hear her story and where she came from, you know, really coming from, you know, basement wrestling and AAA wrestling all the way up to, you know, the WWE and doing her thing. She, What's that, uh, that she, whale tail behind her, right? <laughs> little yeah. sticking out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that always helps. <laughs> now I know you're a loyal listener of a shot of wrestling, so you know what's coming next. Do Mary Kill with your top three women wrestlers. <laughs> Do Mary Kill, okay. I'm gonna kill Jacqueline. Ooh, no, okay. she might kick my ass. That was quick. <laughs> she might kick my ass. <laughs> I'm gonna do China. She won't kick your ass? Just because She'll, she'll definitely kick my ass. Um, you know, she she had a couple of tapes, so, you know, hey, I make her own tape. Now, um, now when <laughs> China, when she first came in, hot Playboy China or sex tape China? Which China are you envisioning in your head? I'm definitely envisioning Playboy China. <laughs> I would envision Playboy China, but I would not have a chance to get with her. Yeah. So I would probably be surreal life China. Ooh, okay. You know? Oh, 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 oh I like that. Yeah, I like that. So I got to go with Mary. All right, we won't tell your wife. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't tell my wife. All right. <laughs> well, MJP and myself, we're best friends here. That's why we have a podcast. Uh, we talk a lot of wrestling every week. Who in the New York Giants are big wrestling fans that you share conversations with? So what we do every day, um, I convince Ed Triggs, like our music guy, every day, service um, kind of guy, um, Putting on a wrestling song, so every day we hear somebody sing song, and I always kind of slip up, you know, or this is the one she played today, this is the one, you know, the next one she played. So today we actually got John Cena, Good one. and you know, I'm, I get excited, you know, I'm putting up the three, and you know, the you can't see me, and all of a sudden I'm looking around, and 
20 other guys are doing it too. I'm like, wow. oh, okay. <laughs> we, we really do got some wrestling fans that, you know, actually know what's going on. My buddy Paul Perkins, who's our running back, is a big fan. I, I've taken him to a couple shows. So he's actually really, really into it. Uh, I take him carry the to a few shows, and he loves it too. We talk about it all the time. So those are, those are the two big guys. There's a couple other guys that, you know, you know I don't know, you know, it's wrestling, blah, 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 but I kind of watch it. I kind of don't. But those two, they're, they're still into it. That's cool. Now, outside of football and, of course, wrestling, what are the other passions? What do you like to do? What do you, what do you, uh, how do you pass the time? So right now, um, I'm really looking into my second career because, you know, NFL fans are not for long. Yeah, so right. I'm really looking into <laughs> my second career, and I want to get into uh, athletic directing. Oh, you know, nice. at a big-time college. I've uh, nice. done an internship at the University of Maryland and, you know, got to follow uh, the AD there and some people that worked there. So it was an awesome experience. And I really devoted my time to, you know, doing a lot of uh, – philanthropy outside but also working towards that dream also oh, cool good luck thank you your current opinion right now there's a lot of i mean for a while mjp and myself been saying you know after wrestlemania not much really happens not much is going on but what is your opinion about the current state of professional wrestling as far as storylines superstars booking are you liking it are you not liking what's going on uh, i'm on the fence i'm on the fence um they have there have been some really great matches recently uh shinsuke and ko and many other matches are you a shinsuke nakamura fan or as like we like to call him cheesecake knockamover still don't hear a difference yes i i am a huge shinsuke fan i've been a shinsuke fan since uh, uh new japan and he's been doing his thing i love it I, I loved him more on nxt than i do now because i'm you know, still building him up and getting him ready his time is coming I hope so. Um, the big dream match coming up, Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar. Are you buying into this? I actually am. I wasn't sure at first because I definitely thought they were going to do Brock and uh, the Monster uh, at, this, at this next pay-per-view. What was it called? Great Ball of the Fire. It's a beautiful well, title for a pay-per-view. A beautiful title. <laughs> I love yeah. it. But I, 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 I've been a fan of Samoa Joe for a while. And Brock, you know, he's been a man for a while. One thing about Brock, though, I wish he was a fighting champion. You know, he yeah. hasn't been on Raw, so that really kind of hurts the time a little bit. I kind of a little disappointed with that. Could you take Brock Lesnar down? Uh, actually, I got to meet Brock Lesnar maybe two months ago. He's actually a really good dude, and I won't say if I can or cannot because I probably see him again soon. He'd probably make you eat your words if you said yes or not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, Adam. We are getting into the forever portion of our interview. So what does the future hold, Adam Geddes? Hey, you never know. Uh, me, like the, me and my buddy Mike are really into it. He's just starting to get really back into it. I forced him to go into WrestleMania this year. And we go, oh, we got to go every year now. We got to go every year. It's addicting. So it's a drug. Talking. It really is. It really is. And we've been talking. He said, uh, somebody put it on Twitter. Hey, why don't you guys set up a WWE match and he put out hey make it happen and we'll do it wow. so hey you never know I would love to get a call from Vince you know hey developmental you know uh, people he listens to the show so I'm gonna put how about Geddes versus Gronkowski Ooh. oh yeah that's a win that's, right. that's a win <laughs> that's yeah. right that, that, that's, a that's a main event match that's right a, there which is kind of yeah, it's a, hands down it's a win I, I, I'm winning that all day yeah. <laughs> you usually do on the field too so uh, oh yeah there that's, you go that's right <laughs> Uh, you're the one in 19 and one. Um, what are your thoughts on football players transitioning into professional wrestling? And do you see yourself doing that down the line? Is that an option for you? Uh, it could be an option. Uh, I would love to. Hey, if, if I don't, you know, get into this athletic director thing, hey, I'd love to. But I think it's great. I go to a lot of indie shows, a lot of smaller promotions. Uh, there's one up here called Pro Wrestle Match, which 
really great right now. And I got to be Keith Lee, who is an ex Quebec player, still doing his thing. Moose from teammate, I think he's still the champion right now. Yeah, Moose, uh, uh, Moose is going to be coming to the Elks Lodge, the works famous Elks Lodge on uh, in Queens Boulevard, right by us in a few months. Okay, definitely cool. getting very big into the indie scene. You know, friends of ours, Boulevard Bullies, actually got an exclusive interview with the Hardys before they actually made it to the main show. And that's one of the things I like about the indies. You never know who's going to make that main roster jump next. You know, you never know. No, you never know. You never know. One day you may be watching Tony Nese at the Elks Lodge and boom, next week he's on Monday Night Raw. It, it's insane the way uh, wrestling works nowadays. It really is. And one guy that I really liked in the Indies and I get to watch him on uh, June 17th is Leo Rush. He's a young guy that's well, well. really been putting in his work lately and I think he's got a shot soon. So we'll see. Good friend to the show, Leo Rush. Yeah, we've uh, seen him a few times. He's, he's amazing. Quality guy. And talk about a future ahead of him. Because he, he's a very young young kid, and he's like turning heads everywhere he goes. He really is. The, the way he, he he gets excited and he he interacts with the, you know the, the, the fans, and he really don't get things at WWE as much. Small venues and interactions, he interacts with his fans, and just the way he he's a hot flyer, but he's also you know got the strength to be a power guy. Absolutely. I, I love it. So we, you know, we talking. We just talked about the uh, transition from football players have into professional wrestling. But are there any current wrestlers you think would make a great football player? If, if, yeah, if, if Biggie came back, he'd make a good football player. Put about 30 or 40 pounds back on Ben Corbin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He could probably do it again. That way for WWE, you know, help him. Who's another guy? Big Show maybe 30 years ago when he was jacked and <laughs> you could do it. Hey, Big but, Show was uh, getting jacked again. Yeah, you never know. The yeah, Slim Show. He lost all that fat, yeah. He's looking pretty good right now. But, you know, it's all that years DDP ago, yoga. compared to now, it's DDP yoga, yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. So the summer is right upon us. You're going to be doing a lot of training in the next couple of weeks, couple of months. But the biggest party of the summer is going to be happening in Brooklyn, New York for SummerSlam. Do you have any SummerSlam plans? Uh, it's always tough because I went two years ago. Uh, last year I had camp, but it, it would have interfered with camp. And I haven't looked at my camp schedule yet, but I might have already bought tickets, so we'll see <laughs> what happens. Well, I was going to say, if, if, you, if you are available and you need an extra, an extra ticket, a shot of wrestling, we'll be more than happy to bring you along as its guest. That would be awesome. If, if we don't have a game, if I have time, I'm definitely going to Awesome. So, wait, wrapping up here, where can do you have social medias? Are you an Instagram, Twitter? Uh, you a Facebook guy? How can we keep in touch with you and follow uh, your camp and the season? Yeah, I'm on a little bit of everything. Uh, Twitter, I'm not on duty underscore underscore. Then it's the same thing for Instagram, and I'm on Facebook too. So, either one of them, hit me up. Awesome. See what happens. Well, it was a pleasure getting to know you here. A little bit about your past, your current, your future with Adam Geddes from the New York Giants. Thank you again for carving out some time and taking a shot with a shot of wrestling. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Good luck this season. Thank you.
A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here and here. Alright, welcome back. Good interview, buddy. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Adam Gaddis. Thank you, the NFLPA, for allowing us the opportunity to have this exclusive interview. It almost didn't happen, but thank you for letting it. Roger Goodell, thank you very much. (laughs) Um, So uh, let's get into business. Raw. Raw's back on top. This is like oh, uh, Jesus Christ. three weeks in a row that I'm enjoying what I'm watching. Okay. If you're a fan of Monday Night Raw and think Raw is better, just dial it up. 619-343-3005. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait right now. <laughs> Let us know because there's a lot of great stuff. I'm going to hit it with the cheers train. Nia Jax dominating the gauntlet match. That was great to see. I didn't expect it. Um, and after she went through the first three, I was like, yo, this is fucking great. I'm definitely behind this. Um, the only thing that killed it for me was I had to heal a little bit on uh, Sasha Banks because Nia Jax worked her ass off. And all of a sudden, I, um, Sasha Banks comes in and, and takes it for the win. I'm like, I'm maybe a little bit over Sasha Banks. Your thoughts? Uh, I said that like weeks ago. I was done. Maybe you weren't here. Yeah, I was done. I'm done. I'm over it. It's over with. But can I interrupt you for one second? Go ahead. We're watching No Way Out in 2004. That's right. Just turn it on. <laughs> Tori Wilson and Stable are coming out. They're opening the show. Just, I guess, promoting their Playboy together. Do you have that Playboy? Yes. Oh, my God. Also came with a poster. Could you post pictures on the Instagram, please? No. Of that Playboy. So I, had a, I had that picture on my wall. It came with posters. On my wall in my bedroom as a People kid? People want it. If you want Putty, Michael J. Putty, to post pictures of his Playboys, dial it up 619-343-3005 or send us an email at inbox. It's up, at it's up and running now. At a shot of wrestling.com and let him know that you want to see these news. There's a smoking hot picture on my wall. Put my girlfriend over to my bedroom that one night. Nice. She, she didn't appreciate that. <coughs> anyway, go back to your side. She was a blonde, though, right? Uh, of course. <laughs> uh, I got a cheer. The Mistarage, that's Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel, for winning a match on Monday Night Raw. When's the last time they won a match? Yes. Round of applause to those two. Um, I got a cheer. Brock. Lesnar being choked out by Samoa Joe. How the hell did his face turn purple? He can do that. Like, it's is that a for, fix? Just hold your breath. Like, is that a hoax? How do they cry? It's makeup? Hold your breath. As I get through my final cheers of the evening, the Launchpad edition of Monday Night Raw, which included Big Cass, heel turning again, part those on the... Oh, wait. <laughs> You're turning purple. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's not hard. Acting. <laughs> but the Launchpad edition included Big Cass turning heel, part dose. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. And he launched. He launched Enzo down that ramp. Like if he was in a hurricane? Holy shit. <laughs> and then the second part. Of the Launchpad edition of Monday Night Raw included Roman Reigns being launched into that ambulance. That was badass. That was Holy badass. Holy shit! 
I had to re. I mean, if Monday Night Raw did not replay it enough over throughout the night, I would have replayed it on my DVR just two or three more times because, like you said, it was fucking badass. It was great. I, I mean, is this the reason that people like, like they just like Braun Strowman because he just kills Roman Reigns and yeah. because we hate Roman Reigns? I think that's it's the only thing. reason. I think it's the only reason. Yeah. Oh man, but it was so good, so good. So here we go, the long list of heels. That's right. I'm sorry to start with this one, Michael J. Putty, because I know you're a Miz fan, but Miz TV fucking sucked this past week. LeVar Ball with the big baller brand. I, I think I saw on um, on Twitter, Instagram, that uh, Curtis Axel was so opposed to this. Oh, yeah, you would have heard about it if you were here for the news. Oh, okay. that's what happened. Yeah. But, like, I totally agree with, with Axel. I mean, the Axeman came through again. Like, why is this guy even on my TV? He he does not deserve the time. He is a glorified social media bitch. And I said it. See, I'm going to argue with here because I cheered the Miz here. My one and only cheers of Raw. If you had a gun to my head, I had cheers Raw. Uh-huh. This is my cheers. Miz TV? No, the Miz. Why? For trying his best to carry that horrible segment. Oh my god! Um, he did. He did pretty well for this. What was given to him? He was given a shit sandwich. He did well. He held his own. He didn't let it get away from him. He's a pro. He's but a professional. Yeah. Damn. I think, it, give me a cheers. He handled it well. Could have been a lot worse. I mean, if we had to vote the worst Miz TV segment of all time, oh, this yeah, will probably take the cake. Um, I'm going to heal the weak-ass match between That stuff. should be a category of your underwords. <laughs> there we go. Cheer the, uh, no, I'm going to heal the weak-ass match between Seth Rollins and what's his name? Bray Wyatt? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. Um, because he is, he's friends with uh, Zack Ryder. He who tag, t- uh, tag team with the Misfits. What's his name? Not what? the Misfits. Uh, edge, edge Heads. Oh, yeah, that guy, yeah. <laughs> right here in Queens, New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. The match sucked. See, I, I like that because... I thought they could have done a little bit better. At least they gave him some sort of offense. Kurt Hawkins. Thank you. <laughs> they gave him some sort of offense. It was I, I, I appreciated that. But. I, I thought it was going to be big the way they started it, the way Kurt Hawkins started it with, like, do you think I'm going to win or do you think I'm going to lose? Yeah, when they gave him actually some offense. <laughs> it was nice. It wasn't a squash match, which I appreciate. I think they could have done better. I'm going to heal... Uh, Goldust Because he needs to bring back Marlena Instead of this horrible gold camera guy dude Oh that's not gonna happen <laughs> Come that's on not gonna bring happen. back Marlena That's not gonna happen If we're gonna go do vintage Goldust Marlena is part of that character I don't Remember this hot bitch <laughs> Like that's what has to happen My final heel of the night Michael J. Putty Shaniqua Is Roman Reigns Horrible new shirt. I don't know how this passed me last week. I should have healed it then when I saw it. But this week, it takes the cake. This shirt is horrible. He ain't no Michael Jordan. So he has like the Michael Jordan pose on his shirt. He ain't no Michael Jordan. What's next? Roman Reigns sneakers? Roman Reigns sneakers? Is that what I'm going to be buying next? Fuck that. Yeah, you will. Shit. I don't believe that. You're hey, done? Roman Reigns, believe that I'm not going to be buying your shirt. Believe that. You done? Yes. I got two heels for Raw. What you got? Did I, what did I, I did, did I miss something? Yeah, I missed a lot of things. But I'm only going to narrow it down to two. Okay. 
Outcast's entrance. Okay, black shirt. Straight shirt. out of a WW video games create an entrance where you just walk to the beginning of the ramp, throw your hand up, and just walk down. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, no one uses that because that sucks. That and he a, uses it. That was his uh, throwback to uh, Big Daddy Cool Diesel. No, but he didn't even walk down the whole ring with his fucking hand up. No, because it's awkward. Yeah, because when you pick that one, it says, oh, entrance number 17. <laughs> it's like not even labeled as anybody. <laughs> that one sucks. Get a new entrance, bro. My heel is Michael Cole. Oh, okay. Everyone shits on Michael Cole. Yeah, I'm not a fan anymore. I've always tried to defend him because yeah. it's his job. He does, he does a great did, job. What did he do? How did he fuck up this week? <clears throat> What a performance by Sasha Banks. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. <laughs> Nia Jax, like you said, dominated yes, four other my, women. My cheers. And me and my dreams. <laughs> um, what he should have said, if he was a professional, what a performance by Nia Jax not taking anything away from the new number one contender. Sasha Banks. Yeah, I, Because ooh, Nia Jax very true. excelled. I was wondering if this was a test for her because... She was supposed to be in the uh, championship women's match at WrestleMania. Yeah. She wasn't until the last minute. Mm-hmm. They weren't sure if she would be able to perform to that caliber. Mm-hmm. I think this proves she's up to that. Well, she, she did get a little winded to the end. And some of the, the matches in between, like her... Well, the two were squash the, matches. Yeah, yeah there were squashes in the, in the middle. But uh, it, it, it didn't take anything away from me. Like, I think the crowd, the, the Los Angeles crowd was really hot that whole night. I thought they did really well. And uh, they really got behind Nia Jax towards the end. So to see Sasha Banks win. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Okay. Uh, she I mean, I kind of took away a little bit from the crowd. I don't know. Just my opinion. If you disagree, just uh, give us a call. You 619-343-3005. Yeah, so Ross Lock. Okay. Smackdown. Ready for us? Smackdown. Yeah, let's go. Uh, I got a uh, Cheers Carmelo winning again. She's the only woman smart enough to use a weapon. You notice that? <laughs> yeah. She's the only one who brought a chair in. I mean, it, it's a n- no rules match, no DQ. No DQ. Yeah. And she took advantage of it. No one else Hell did. Fucking yeah. yeah. At the bring, end, bring it all. Bring kendo sticks, tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh my. At the end, she was sat atop the ladder with that briefcase. Not a drop of sweat on her beautiful face. You notice that? Flawless. Beautiful. beautiful. Fucking see uh, Tamina, Natalia, Charlotte covered. Cast is one lucky man. You know, a drop of sweat. We're gonna heal, though. I gotta heal for you. Go I know you hate fucking SmackDown. We're gonna heal Aiden English. What is he doing now? You know, I liked where they were going with this. Um, we even reported a couple months ago that he might be in line for a big push when his partner got released. But then all of a sudden, they, they dropped Gosh. him all of a, they dropped him all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. But now, to those who are listening. You can't have this guy come out to the ring and sing songs when you have Elias Sampson doing the same thing on Raw. And he's killing it. And you're pushing him and he's killing it. Yeah, he's he's doing something with it. It just seems weird. Give him something else. Maybe they could have like a, a battle, like a singing battle. Like a rap battle? Yeah. That's two different shows. Maybe they should get him on that, that show with a uh, lip sync battle with uh, LL Cool J. And Chris Tiggin. That's right. That's right. That's what that's what they should do. I want to see that. Book it. Book it, Dano. Last week I uh, I healed 
Finn Balor for interrupting Elias Sampson. Yes. Because he had a match already. That was kind of rude. Yeah, very. Why bother? Disrespectful. Yeah. You don't do that. Well, I'm going to learn some manners. Heal for the same exact reason Sami Zayn for interrupting Mike and Marie Kanellis. Oh, my gosh. You had, yes. You had, you had a match already. I agree. Why bother interrupting these two? Let them do their shtick. You ain't, you ain't fucking nobody. Let them do their thing. You ain't, you ain't in a feud with him, I guess, yet. I guess. I guess maybe they're building up to that. I was fucking feeding well, my baby during this, and I totally gave him some X-Pac heat. It's going to be a shitty... Shit out of him. Mike Canales does not deserve to go with Sami Zayn in his first feud. Give him somebody noteworthy. Sami Lane. Yeah. Fuck him. I'm going to heal the women's title match. Really? They went nearly over nearly 10 minutes on the pay-per-view, and then she squashes her? Should be another way around. No? She just squashed her at the pay-per-view. And then get a decent match on the SmackDown. Mm. I think it was bad. But, but you got a Money in the Bank match actually on SmackDown, which I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, that, I that's pretty cool. So you, you had a lot of matches that were great, but there's a thing just the should have been reversed. Here's my question for you: As you were watching that match on, on SmackDown, now take yourself back to not knowing that Carmella was going to be the victor at the end of that night. If you had to pick another woman who would be winning, who you think would be the crowd favorite to be winning that match? Crowd favorite Becky like, Lynch, yeah. But her and Charlotte don't need it. I think we talked about this beforehand. I would have given it to maybe uh, Carmella or maybe Tamina. Tamina, man, I I feel like Tamina that night, like she worked her butt off on that match. She was sweating hardcore. She was putting the moves in. She freaking picked up. That was her one move. She picked yeah. up the ladder as she was not pinned underneath, but she. Miraculously made her way back under that ladder to, awkward, pu- yeah. <laughs> to push it, that ladder off for Charlotte to fall off of it. Um, yeah, but I thought she worked yeah, out. I think she did a great job. Yeah. But Becky Lynch would have been a fan favorite. Becky doesn't need it. Charlotte doesn't need it. Unfortunately, maybe Natalia needed it. I think Natalia but definitely needs a good title. Character wise, Carmella was the only choice. Yeah. Okay. I got two left for you, buddy. Two cheers. Okay. That'd be good ones. That's your files coming back. <laughs> Fashion Files come back with Comedy Gold. Got a little worried there because they hasn't been up that great lately. Yeah. It's been entertaining. Not as funny. Um, this kind of came back with the good one-liners, good good puns, good gags. Question to you, my friend. Go ahead. Did you watch it? Um, that I have to save Spectrum Cable. Yeah, I had that Screwed too. me this past week. Oh, why? I fucking no problem. Yeah. Uh, for some reason in my area the service was down uh, so we're in that area because the cable went out some guy fucked it, it up yeah what happened because I was screwed for two days Raw and yes. Smackdown I didn't catch both shows I was catching the replays like the clips on the, the network here in New York and some, they didn't record uh, on DVR either yeah because some, some vandal um, vandalized really the uh, fiber optic cables and 60,000 customers without... I was one of those 60,000. Right, spoiler alert, okay. I had no idea what was going on. I was. But like, anyway, they, they were in ahead. a... Uh, I digress. Interrogation oh, room with the Ascension. Okay. Because the Ascension came out on Money in the Bank. Right. Which let everyone think they attacked Tyler Breeze. Mm-hmm. They're saying they didn't do it. Apparently some alibi checked out. All because their squad room got vandalized again. With the ascension in the interrogation room. Oh. So if they're so in the interrogation room. It can't room, be them. It can't be them. So my question to you, who's who would have done it? Because the only option is that I think the colognes 
Mm. Or do you think this is a way to bring up an NXT tag team? I would bring in an NXT tag team. And if you were to bring up an NXT tag team, who would that tag team be? I don't know anybody except the Authors of Pain. I don't think it's a spot for them. No, I don't. But that's the only tag team I know. Mm. On NXT. If you know an NXT tag team, please dial up. 619-343-3005. What was that? 619-343-3005. That's right. Let us know. Who do you think attacked? Who? 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 Attacked the My final cheers is the Punjabi prison match return. <laughs> There's only been two in history, and the last one was over 10 years old, uh, 10 years ago. So this kind of feels like a new, refreshed gimmick. Because you haven't With seen a it. better guy doing it. By yeah, the way. Oh, much better. And um, that was my cheers. I ended my cheers here mm-hmm. until I read online. Okay. Someone had an interesting observation. What was it? He goes, and I quote, another thing that came to mind is they had the video package ready to go, even though Mahal just found out about that match. It's true. Why would they have a Punjabi prison match video uh, queued up? Well, it wasn't even announced yet. Good point. Good observation, buddy. That's, that's, those are the details that you got to heal, man. So your your cheers just you should turn that into a heel. The Pajami Prison match, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it because yeah. I, I don't even remember the first two. Well, the first one. I remember the first one sucked. And wasn't the first one technically not with the original competitors? It was. Uh, wasn't the big boss man? No, 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 no. There were were there two already? I know one was with Batista and Great Kali. And Great Kali. I don't remember the. I don't remember there was the, another yeah. one before that. Before that, yeah. Damn! Someone needs to refresh my memory, or maybe I'm drinking too many shots of wrestling tonight. All right. Um, so how did the shows do, Michael J. Putty? I got a side cheers, though. Okay. Women main eventing every show this week. Mm. Raw, SmackDown, and I found out they so, main evented NXT as well. So good job for the oh, ladies. Oh, NXT with their last woman standing match. Girl power, buddy. Good power. Shit. Well, the shows this week, Raw drew a $2.98 million, which is down from last week's three ten. Uh, once again, dipping below the $3 million mark. Raw came in at number two for the night behind... Uh, love and hip hop. Love and hip hop. Damn, that's your, who watches? Again, Apparently. we please you every week because we're not, we're not watchers. We're not viewers of love of uh, love and hip hop. So if you we are eighteen to forty nine, it's our demographic. Yeah. But if if you watch it, let us know about it. Maybe you can come on the show. You could you could love and hip hop review. There you go. Love it. While you guys are watching Raw, you missed. <laughs> I don't know. Well, this week SmackDown drew a 2.6 million for the second week in a row, which is the third highest rating of cable originals on Tuesday night. That's cool. Also, last, last, like last week, SmackDown came in at number one for the night in the 18 to 49 demographic. Next Tuesday, as we all know by now, falls on July 4th. But they have been accounting for that by pushing heavily the return of John Cena. You think that will make mm. a difference? Um, well, Michael J. Putty, I'm going to have to extend an invitation to you and, uh, you can find out for yourself because the Green Man's Penthouse is open, baby. July 4th, you are welcome to come to the Green Man's humble abode, watch the fireworks and watch a little Smackdown and you let me know if it intrigued you or if you were going to be distracted by the fireworks that evening. Open invitation for Michael J. Putty. I won't be because fireworks are fucking boring. But you'll be drunk watching them by the time you. Still boring. 
Fireworks are fun for two minutes, then up to twenty five minutes of the same exact <laughs> shit. No, thank you. You just declined my offer. Yeah, I thought we were friends. Uh, any go home thoughts, buddy? Um, let's see. Ah, we got to pay the bills. You know, it, it takes a lot of money to run this this podcast. It takes a lot of money to pay for all these people to come on the show. Please, don't, please tell me you have a new one. Shit. So, a um, new commercial for me. We uh, got it. Give it up to the sponsor, uh, which is Matthew Ryan Shapiro. If you need his services, uh, follow him and um, really buy his shit. I believe playing this again. He pays us to do this, so play, play the fucking. Please, you. I don't fucking get paycheck. Play the play it. Damn it! Come on, monkey. All right. Well, that's. Uh, Matthew Ryan Shapiro. If you need his services, it? if you want to be, if you need a manager to back you up and talk your shit, go ahead. Call. Matthew any any other thoughts? Shapiro. Um, Matthew Ryan Shapiro was also on the Eric Bishop podcast this past week. Um, so, holla to him. Give him mad respect for that. Uh, you still need to reply. Inbox us at a shot of wrestling. Which is working. MRS. And let us know when you're going to be on our show. Damn it. All right, ready? Are you ready? I was born ready, baby. What Here you got go. for me? I think it's some old school, folks. Kick it old school. I would give Green Man the rundown of a pay-per-view. He gives you his raw, unscripted, impromptu reaction to it. Okay, reaction. Yes. A prediction? You, you, don't like, you don't like doing it this much these days? <sighs> Do I, you, can you I kinda, give you a prediction? You, you kind of lost your flavor. But this time I want the raw reaction. You can give a prediction if you want. But I want you to sell these matches... Sell it to you. All right, here we go. Oh, man. Okay. As I mentioned earlier in the news, you were not here. This weekend, I guess, if you're listening tonight, Slammiversary 15. <laughs> here we go, buddy. Ready? Jerry Borash teams up with Joseph Park to take on Josh, Josh Matthews and Scott Steiner. Josh Matthews has... Shown that he's been disrespected and gotten the aid of Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. Jerry Boresh, are you ready for the pain that will be inflicted to you at this year's Slammiversary? Well done. Very impressive. EC3, Ethan Carter III versus James Storm in a strap match. These two gentlemen will be strapped to each other. The pain that will be inflicted through this match will be uncensured. And EC3 will show why he is the franchise of TNA. Wow, good. you're doing a great job. You're just pulling this out of your ass. Good job. Completely out of my ass. Representing Impact, you got Rosemary versus Sienna, who represents Global Force Wrestling in a unification match for the Impact Wrestling Knockouts and Global Force Wrestling... Global Force Wrestling's Women Championship. The WWE Women's Revolution has taken control of the world of professional wrestling. And now, Global Force Wrestling and Impact Wrestling come together to unite one of the biggest built matches in the Women's Revolution. It is coming to you live this weekend on Slammiversary. We have the NFL representative here with uh, Adam Geddes. Well, speaking of the NFL, D'Angelo Williams teams up with Moose to go against Chris Adonis and Eli Drake. 
If you get this one, I am very impressed. Big Moose has been working the circuit through the Elks Lodge and through all the other indie scenes in the metropolitan area. But now he is back in Impact with the backing of the NFL superstar to take control of the power. Wow. Eddie Edwards teams up with Alicia Edwards to face Davey Richards and Angelina Love in a full Metal Mayhem match. Watch the match. This is going to be a good one, guys. No, there it is. Okay. <laughs> Sun Jay defends against Loki in a two out of three falls for the Impact Wrestling X Division Championship. We saw a lot of this rivalry come to face. In India, when Impact Wrestling was coming to you, the Indian crowd is behind their man, and we are going to be behind Loki as the United States goes head to head against India to crown a new champion. Not on this evening because it's Slammiversary. There are no predictions, there is no law, there's no order, there's only fighting in the ring. Okay, I apologize to those in advance for this one. If I fuck you up, I apologize. But the LAX defend against Drago and El Hijo El Fantasma against Chimi Mufachidu and Tahihi Tishamori against Laredo Kid and Garza Jr. in a fatal four-way match for the Impact World Tag Team Championships. Too many superstars in this match to name Michael J. Putty, but I gotta tell you, LAX, EYFBO, as you know, I'm from HOG Wrestling and very consistent loves of professional wrestling at the Elks Lodge will be coming to you to defend their championship against this powerhouse of superstars at Slammiversary. And finally, Lashley, representing Impact, will go against Alberto El Patron, representing Global Force Wrestling in a unification match for the Impact Wrestling NGFW World Championships. Ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't get any bigger than this. This is your main event of the evening for Slammiversary. Only one company can survive. Bobby Lashley holding up the banner for Impact Wrestling. And El Patron, Alberto, taking it for Global Force. Both men will battle, but only one will come out. The champion of all champions this weekend on Slammiversary. All right, I'm going to pull a curtain back and shoot for a little bit. Uh, I don't watch TNA. <laughs> uh, Green Man does not watch TNA. As not far as you don't watch GFW. I, I have no idea what's going on. Uh, I literally did not tell him I was giving him this card tonight. This was literally a raw reaction, and I get to give you credit. That was well done. Uh, I, 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 me, think, I think I did better. You, you, you sold it to me. <laughs> it's like, oh fuck, that's this a fucking card. Interesting. Yeah. This is wow. The card. You did a fucking fantastic job, man. This, this is what's you, going This on. was the best you've done, even <laughs> on the wrestling ones. What do you know? What the hell's going on? I feel, uh, there's too much pressure. There's too much things to there name. No like you, you know, kick ass. I, I, yeah. just, I was like, oh shit! That's it. Whistle, isn't it a fucking NFL superstar? Good job. I want to watch this match now. <laughs> I won't. But good job. <laughs> very impressive. Very wow. very impressive. Well done. Wow. 
Uh, thanks for throwing me the curveball. I yes. thoroughly yeah, enjoyed that was, it. I mean, that was no joke. You fucking. I was sweating, control. and um, thank God I have. I my told p- you something was coming, <laughs> but I didn't tell you what, and you knocked it out of the park. I, I thank God I got my PBR to, to kind of cool yes. down. Um, we've we've been mentioning the whole night the hotline, where you could talk about your thoughts, talk about any comments, oh, concerns, right. that. things that you have. You've been dialing it up six one nine. Three four three three zero zero five. Michael J. Putty, hit it to the hotline. Yeah. It's that request line, baby. What do we got tonight? There are actually two of them. What? You what do we got? You want to hear one first or two first? Uh, let's hear one. I, I like staying in order, staying in line. Hit the request line, baby. All right, you ready? In a while since you heard this. I don't know. I like it. Uh, you, you picked number one first. You want to go in order? Yeah, let's go, baby. What you got? Oh, well, you're an asshole. <laughs> because the last time we played this song, I got stuck in my head for two weeks. <laughs> and now I'm pretty sure it's going to be stuck in my head tomorrow. All right, here we go. Number one. Hey, this is uh, Ben from uh, Alabama. I just wanted to say if uh, you guys heard the comments that uh, that black fellow Lamar, Lamar, Lemir, Balls said on the show about uh, beat that uh, ninja's ass. And uh, I was wondering if uh, I could get that on a shirt. Thanks. Well, Ben from Alabama. Uh, Alabama. I'm glad that you get our radio station. Back down there, back there. Actually, don't, don't I, do it. Yeah, I, you, I have a lot of friends in Alabama, and, and they do listen to a shot of wrestling all the way in those red states. And um, yeah, if you want us to make a T-shirt for you with "Beat Those Ninjas," um, uh, I don't think he got what he was saying. So I don't know if we should make that T-shirt. No, he didn't say ninjas. Ninjas. He he wants beat those ninjas. If he wants it, you make it for him. Can, I, I love ninjas. Ninjas are cool. There's a great restaurant in the city, New York City, with ninjas flying all around. I don't. I'm not a big fan of ninjas. My, unless they're, one of uh, my favorite movies was Three Ninjas with Tom Tom. That was a that, great movie. That movie saw it. I never saw it. I love that movie. Uh, my only ninjas that I like are Teenage and Turtles. Happen <laughs> <laughs> to be mutated. Yeah. All right. That's what I got for everybody. So, um, so you think we shouldn't make it? If you want, if you're gonna pay for it, I guess make it right. Why don't you send us a check? If it clears, Ben from Alabama, uh, we'll make the shirts for you. We'll make the shirts for you. If the price is right. What's ready, next? Ready for the last one? Next and last. Yeah. Hi. This is Steve from the Boulevard Bullies. You know what? I'm sick and freaking tired of all this heat on the delicious, delicious craft beers that have been fueling us bullies for the last few years. That's right. I'm talking to you, green man, and your little guest, that sleazy, no-good Eric Jaden. If you piss-water-drinking Nancys have the balls, then I want to issue you all a challenge to the first ever Boulevard Bullies ultra-violent beer pong tournament. You know where to find us. Well, um... Thanks for that voicemail. Thanks for dialing it up. 619-343-3005. But uh, I noticed you did not mention my name. 
which means, I guess, can I be a ref? I'm fair and impartial. I'm like Fox News, fair and balanced. <laughs> Laugh intended. So, uh, yeah, you have been uh, challenged. Uh, dude, I, I feel like my life is threatened again by these by these beer snobs, the boulevard bullies. I mean, come on, man. As I drink You're- my Bud Light Lime. <laughs> and I'm drinking my PBR, goddammit. Like, I've, what's going on? I, I thought we were cool. You, you want an ultra-violent... What does that mean, an ultra-violent beer pong match? Are the cups on fire? Are like, there thumbtacks? Are there going to be thumbtacks on the table? Does the losing team go through a blazed-up table? I, I, I can't do that. I got a, I got a family. I got, I got a kid. Can you deflect the shot to the kendo stick? Holy shit. Are there weapons going to be used? You, wait a second. Okay. Bro. Bro. Steve from the Boulevard Bullies. You want this to happen? I'm going to take you away from your referee duties, my friend. Uh, I don't because there's only one man who, in my opinion, could referee an ultra-violent beer pong match. Someone who is ultra-violent himself. Masada. Steve, Pat from the Bullies, you want this to go down? You want the green man... And the definition of authority and sexiness. Good job. You get Masada to be the referee. And I'll sign on the dotted line, baby. I'll sign on the dotted line. Oh, here we go. And the money will flow. Here comes the money. Fuck it. Uh, Can I make it a triple threat, bro? Let's get the ring wrap with a Z. What? How about... about I do commentary then. Ooh. Shot of wrestling live from the ultra-violent... Beer pong tournament. I'll be the play. I'll be the play by play guy. <laughs> I, I think I can do wow. that. Wow! At first, I was threatened and scared, but now I'm excited. Yes, I, I accept. Let's make it happen. Bullies. Inbox at a shot at wrestling.com. We're well, up and running again. So inbox at a shot at wrestling. Anybody? Your thoughts, questions, and queries. And that's what happens when you call it up and dial it up 619-343-305-3005. Michael J. Putty. Yes. Like I've said before, this show. That is at Michael J. Putty, by the way. <laughs> and I've, I've said been before, this. this show is from the fans, and it's to the fans, and it's your forum to discuss your thoughts. And who knows? Your thoughts could be part of next week's show. You can follow us at a shot of wrestling on Facebook and Instagram or shot of wrestling no a on Twitter if you want to be a sponsor or you want to be interviewed by your boys at a shot of wrestling just or, or think crappier sucks <laughs> send us an email at inbox at a shot of wrestling.com or dial it up 619-343-3005 If you think craft beer rules Please ignore that And do not do any of that Alright, that's it You ready to go? Thank you, uh, Adam Geddes For a great interview uh, Thank you, the NFL. Thank you, Adam Geddes For not being, not being on the Jets For the Patriots <laughs> For being able to clear Our full and exclusive last, Took a last minute Okay But uh, we made it happen Another show in the books Michael J Another 71 up, 71 down for, for me. I don't know how the count is for you. I think it's what, 20? Anyway, so for the Green Man, I have been your host at Michael J. Putty. Until next week, Putty out.
fist in my pocket. Here comes the money. Uh. Money, 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 money. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. <laughs> but I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>